family welcome back to another episode of words from the b-side with your girl coach anita glad you are hanging out with me again i think i say that every single recording but the reality is you don't have to listen to me right there are like a ton of podcasts out there but you choose me and i am forever grateful hopefully you guys are having a great week this is the end of the week actually that i'm recording this so how has the week been? It's been pretty good. I took some time off, spent some time with my son. It was his spring break. We didn't do a whole lot, but we did enough where I was able to kind of relax. He was able to get some stuff done. We did a lot of eating out. I mean, my God, sometimes I feel like eating out and grocery store. The grocery store is almost not worth it because, you know, you cook a big meal and you spend a million dollars to get the big meal, but then you have several other meals and you spend a whole lot of money. I guess it's just whatever you prefer but we had a pretty decent week we went to see us so I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about what my perception was and a lot of the podcast will be you know being that I'm a coach wrapped around the lessons I saw within it that we could talk about pertaining to it but also the fact that it was really a dope movie and I would really like to discuss it so before we get into that let's get to our ear to the street segment where I really want to kind of touch on Jesse Smollett I never have said that boy's name right. Uh, but, you know, they, they've been on the news with him so much lately that you can't get it wrong, right? So anyway, what I want to touch on with that really quickly, because I don't want to take that to take up a lot of time. But what I want to say is that we live in such a judgmental society, people. And whether he's lying or not, whether he paid or not, the reality is he was the charges were dropped and he is a free man. And I always say, based on the stuff I'm hearing, how you all's president has been talking about him in the media and you have different politicians going after him. And you also have people within our community and other communities who may not be standing by him because they're not 100 percent sure in his truth. We are the court of public opinion and we prove you guilty or innocent before we even know the truth or the facts. And I always say I'm so grateful that God is more forgiving and he's more graceful because the way that these people are tearing this young man apart and talking about him and ridiculing and persecuting him, even though he has been to court and now these charges are no longer pending. Let me tell you all something. Regardless to whether he lied or not, his life has already been changed by the situation. And what we should be doing is just letting him heal and deal with the fallout of the situation that happened. Because the the reality is if he didn't lie, y'all are dragging this young man after he already went through something that was traumatic. And you are making things worse for him on top of it. 
when they said that these two young men came out and provided this check that he paid them to do this. And then it was later decided that the check was really for a workout that he was paying them for. They had me at that point because th nothing inside of me said evidence wasn't faked or tampered with or played around with. So many people had so much to do with this and wrapped up in this. I guess I just wish we would let the law do what the law does. Fight only when it makes sense. And let this boy deal with the repercussions and fallout of the situation that he is in without all this extra. I feel like this is why people can't deal with life and they can't take things and they kill themselves and they do all these crazy things because we live in a world that is so full of pressure and everyone knows what's best for you but you. And they don't value what your opinion of you is. And I feel so bad for him. Because I didn't follow the case. I don't have a lot of time to be on TV and on the news and things like that because everything is so gloom and doom. But I'm just like, man, can y'all just back up off this brother and let him be, let him breathe? And for the president of this here United States to be on TV recklessly dragging this young man with the person that he is, how dare he have the audacity? Because he too has been a crook and he too has done things that he should be persecuted for in the court of public opinion if we're going to have one of those. So how dare he actually have a word to say about anyone else? He needs to be dealing with the stuff in his closet. And that's what I'll say about that. I don't even want to get on that because I can go a whole nother way with that. But I just kind of want y'all to take time to put yourself in his shoes because we really don't know what happened, right? We only know what we're hearing. We are only speculating. We're only guessing. We don't really have a clue. So at the end of the day, just let it be what it is. He's not bothering you. He's not in your life. You're not a part of his life. Let this brother breathe and deal with the stuff that he is dealing with in his life. So anyway, I'm gonna um, move on from that. That was one of my um, things I wanted to discuss this week because I just feel so bad for him, you know? So anyway, all right, y'all, let's get right on in to what the topic of the podcast is. And that's pretty much leaving your past behind. I want to talk about leaving your past behind, but I kind of want to talk about us at the same time that I talk about that, because I'm going to tell y'all shamefully, because I don't watch TV, you know, I just said I don't really watch a lot of TV. I didn't get a lot of the hype about what was coming up with this movie. And don't even talk about me, y'all, but I didn't watch Get Out either. I've still yet to see it. Um, so I don't know the genius of Jordan Peele and his brain when he creates these suspenses and thrillers. I don't really know it, you know. So here I am today getting a clear understanding because I actually went to the movie to see it. And I was talking to my best friend and I talked to a couple other people about what they thought the meaning was. I kind of looked online a little bit to see what other people were saying, if they had any different interviews. And I will tell you, I didn't go into the movie with an open mind. I really didn't. I kind of went in like, okay, my son wants to see us. I'm not really into these types of movies, but I'll go with him. And we sat there and as we were watching it, I was trying to, I was in and out trying to understand what was going on and really not. So I really need to see it again. But from what I gathered and what I did pay attention to, I got some nuggets. And I think that seeing it again is going to be paramount for me to really put more of the pieces together. Now that I understand there were so many other deeper meanings to the movie than just it being a movie. And if you don't go into a movie with that idea, that concept, 
you're going to miss a lot of the things because you're not looking at it from an analytical perspective, right? So what were some of the things that I saw? I saw something real clear for me. And one of those things, one of those big things is that it's really hard to look at yourself in the mirror. We are our biggest critics, right? We are the ones who judge ourselves the hardest. Being that these were people who were the direct opposite of one another, living different lives and different levels of life, uh, being able to really truly see themselves in the mirror. You know, when Lupita was looking at her counterpart, it was very difficult to see. It's very hard to look at yourself and be positive about what you see when you've had a lot of life experiences that you've lived because you're going to be looking at that critical eye and sometimes because of that critical eye you can't see the great things in you so I definitely saw that that was one thing that came out in the movie and what I would really advise about that when you start to struggle with who you see in the mirror it starts to redefine that time period that you're looking at yourself and begin to bring up the things about you that you know are really cool and that make you an individual and that make you amazing. You know, the gifts that God gave to you, things that you have been able to do to impact not just your life, but the lives of other people. Because as we live and as we breathe, we are here to impact and empower everyone around us. So, Make sure that you do that because if you if you beat yourself up about who you are and where you are in your life, it's really hard to get to another place. You know, it's really hard to elevate because you can never see the power within you to do that. So just be mindful of that. Something else that I saw, there was a lot of classism. And you know, me and my best friend were talking about this, of how the white family and the black family kind of made you forget about the racism. But I think that everything that happens in America today was represented there. So I definitely think that racism was there. The stereotypes of being black, I think they were there. I think that classism probably was more prevalent than racism in this movie but I do believe that everything was represented that you can be less than what they think you should be and they can separate you based on that and the resources that you have access to based on that determine how you're treated it's determined where you live it determines what you have access to like the people downstairs that were living underground and being controlled they weren't given options to have a better life they were given only what they were given and that's what they had to figure out how to make away with you know they weren't given the ability the education to learn to speak english you know they weren't given access to the outside world so they had access to the same thing that the people above ground did. Think about underprivileged communities. They don't have books. They don't have good schools. They don't have good food. These people downstairs were eating raw animals while the people upstairs had an opportunity to have so much more because they had the access and because they were above ground and they weren't isolated. And I just want y'all to even put that into perspective. That's how we live today. We live in that type of environment. You know what I mean? Where people get isolated based on who they are and based on where they live. And that is just what it is. And they don't send anything into those neighborhoods to make those people better or to give those people exposure. So when Lupita's character came to them and she was the one that was there, they were looking at her like she was a godsend. Like she was new. She was able to get in front of them and pull them together. She was able to 
organize them for movement because she looked like their God because she was different than what they were. They she gave them a little bit of hope that there was something more that they could do something more that they could have something more. And when you look at it, I feel like that's how big organizations are formed, big groups. I feel like if you put someone that looks more powerful or that looks like they have more, they have access to more, they've been more exposed to things, they can pull together a group of people and make a movement you wouldn't believe. And I think we've seen a lot of that in America, too. People will follow what seems to give them hope for more. Even if they don't see the fruits of it, even if it looks like a glimmer of hope and they appear to be less than or they appear to have less, people will follow what makes them feel like they're going to have a breakthrough. I saw a lot of that going on in there, too, because she was able to get all of those uneducated people with no resources together and get a movement that had them break out of a place that they felt so confined to that they stayed. Think about that. Now, Lupita was able to get up that escalator that was moving down to get to the outside world, to switch herself with her doppelganger and go into the world. So if y'all notice, she was coming down the escalator. There was no up escalator, but she was able to get out. And all the many years that those people were down there, they never got out. They never tried to get out. I want y'all to think about how deep that is. Think about the hood. Think about the trailer parks. You know, think about think about the gutter life. How many of those people that live that life actually see the hope of being able to get on that escalator and to get out of the situation that they're in and grow beyond it and find the resources? But because, see, they are in a situation where they don't see anyone else winning except for on TV or whatever the case is, they stay stuck. It's like the elephant who allows himself to be chained because he doesn't know his power. He doesn't know that he's the strongest person in the room and that just with a kick of his foot, he would break that chain. He's been programmed to believe that he's weak and that he doesn't have the resources necessary to break the chains, to be better, to grow. That happens a lot. That happens a lot where we live. Another thing I saw was our ability to be something other than good, that the opposite side of us exists and that we have to make conscious decisions as people to be better than what we're capable of. Because I believe as I've lived life, I believe that we're all capable of so many things. I don't believe that anyone is incapable of being the opposite of who they are. I think it's a choice. I think it's a personal choice. And I think that this movie made a good point of it, that you can make a decision to do something else because she was actually the opposite of herself. She was the person who lived above ground and she changed. She allowed herself to change and make different decisions based on the environment that she was put in instead of doing what she knew because she she was growing up on the upside of the situation. So she knew better, but her circumstances changed her. And instead of remaining true to who she was, she allowed the situation to transform her mindset around being the person that she knew she should have been because she was angry. She was enraged. So I also kind of want you guys to think about that. We get into these crazy situations in life and they just change us. 
They transform us. They make us look at things differently. They make us behave differently. They make us respond differently. And all it really takes is a choice to do it the right way or to do it the wrong way. And every single time you do it the wrong way, you stifle your ability to grow. You stifle your ability to move forward. You stifle your ability to change your circumstances for the better because you're making a decision that's opposite of what you know to be the right thing to do. That could be because you respond in based on emotion, based on experience, you know, based on environment, based on the person and the buttons that they can push. When it comes to you, it really can be a lot of factors, but you have to be strong enough to make a choice to be better no matter what the situation and circumstances are. Because positivity and love and light, those are the only things that open the door to the future that you're being called to live. It's the only things that, you know, keep you focused on what's ahead of you and not what's behind you. It's the only thing that gets you free of the things that you look at as limitations. So that was something else. But the big thing that I want to talk about, like I said earlier, was dealing with your past, In this movie, she lived her life, even though she was free of the restrictions of the life that she was born into. I will say clone because based on what the movie is implying, these people were formed so that they can be controlled and used to control the people that were above ground. So when they were created to be the replica and representation of the people above ground, they were meant to be experiments that, you know, would never break free, that never would be separated from the place that they were restricted to. So when she had an opportunity to meet herself and break free of that, she was watching over her shoulder. And it was because she knew the decision she had made. She knew what she had done and it was haunting her. You know, when they got to their vacation home, you could tell she was jumpy. You know, she was just kind of irritable she was really watching you know she couldn't enjoy herself she didn't want to go back to the beach she didn't want her family to go because she was aware of the choices that she had made that she had failed to deal with and she wasn't comfortable with them well you aren't comfortable with choices that you make no matter what the outcome of those choices are you you're haunted by those choices you're haunted by your decision especially if they're not good or if they've harmed someone else or if they've changed a situation or circumstance for someone else for the worse you are haunted because you haven't dealt with it and when you don't deal with your past it doesn't matter how far behind you that past is it's going to haunt you for the rest of your life so you have to be willing to stand up to the things that are in your past that have moved forward with you even when you don't realize it Because if you're really paying attention to yourself and the life you're living today, you'll notice the things from your past that you really haven't let go of. You'll see them manifesting themselves in the things that you do. You know what I'm saying? I've coached so many women who didn't realize that they were struggling with past situations and past things in their present day because they thought that they had moved on and they hadn't given any energy to it. You know, it's been 15, 10, 5, you know, 4, 20 years. I'm not even entertaining it. I don't even see the person. I don't even talk to them. But because they never stood up to it and they never decided to face it, they never decided to get free 
really get free. They are living it every single day. And that was one of the things, the bigger things um, that my best friend had pointed out to me. And I was like, wow, that is really true. At the end of the day, you'll always be looking over your shoulder and you'll always be reliving the pains of those situations. You will fail to enjoy your accomplishments. You will fail to be able to appreciate the blessings that God has given you today because you are living in a past that you failed to face. And that is a fact. So put that into consideration, those those four points. You'll struggle to live your life in present day if you allow your past to haunt you. You will always be looking over your shoulder. You will relive each and every single thing that caused you pain if you don't stand up to it and you will fail to enjoy every single blessing that was bestowed upon you. See, the past has a really funny way of changing your future if you allow it to dictate how you move. And I say that because one thing is for sure, we put time limits and restrictions right on the way that we process pain. And so if it takes us too long, we like, oh, no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. This is done. I'm done. And we move on. We jump into a new relationship. We get into a new job. We move to a new city. We get new friends. And all the while, all those pains are still festering. And those pains end up getting into the new friendships, getting into the new relationships, creeping up into the new job, messing in your finances, you know, moving with you to the new city. You know what I mean? Messing up the peace that you have in your new house. All of these things that begin to disrupt and and you're looking around trying to figure out why. It's because you skip some steps in your healing process. You skip some things in the process that was supposed to help you get past it. And when you skipped those steps and ignored it, the only thing you did was put it in your bag and drag it with you because you failed to allow yourself to process through the pain. And that's what I, I want to put to the forefront of your mind. You know, the movie brought that to the forefront as a huge lesson. And there's so many other things, but I don't want to get into those things because they don't really correlate with the coaching, right? So I want to kind of keep it here. At the end of the day, you have to face your fears. You have to stand up to what's stopping you. You have to be mindful and evaluate the pain that you still feel that haunts you on a day-to-day basis. You have to stand up to it. You have to be willing to face it because what do you want your future to look like? What do you want tomorrow to be? Do you want tomorrow to look like yesterday? Do you want tomorrow to look like last year? Or do you want to be free? Do you want to make room for the new blessing? Because see, that's what this is all about. Processing through your pains and standing up to the things so you don't have to keep looking over your shoulder over the things that are haunting you, over the decisions that you made, over things you did do, over things you didn't do. If those things continue to fester, they're going to get all up in and mess up all that God has for you. Is it worth it? Ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it to not have the future your heart desires because of a past that wasn't so beautiful? Because you know what I'm learning is that everything that happens in your life happens for a reason. And in that season, no matter what it feels like, it's designed to transform you. It's designed to grow you. And like you always hear me say, it's designed to stretch you. 
beyond what you feel your capacity is. It's designed to uproot you from your comfort zone that you feel so safe in that you have believed is actually real. Comfort zones don't exist, people. Comfort zones are in your mind because any time God wants to disrupt the space that you feel is comfortable, honey, he's coming for you because he can't get you to be the person that he's trying to get you to in a comfortable place. Some of the most uncomfortable experiences I've ever had in my life changed my life for the better. No matter what it felt like, I'm still processing through some really painful stuff. And sometimes I beat up on myself and I get real mad. I get beyond mad because I'm like, yo, like, why aren't you over this yet? It's been 10 years. It's been 15 years. It's been 20 years. Like, why are you still on it? You should have been past this. But the reality is, as long as we're doing the work, that's all we're required to do. And like my girlfriend Trina said, I love it. And I, I will always repeat it and, and cliff note it back to her. Take the time you need, but not all the time that you have. And whatever time you need, as long as you continue to move forward, but you're also continuing to be processed and allow yourself to be processed and allow yourself to feel the feelings so that you can heal the hurts. That is all you're required to do, because you know what? God can still bless you in that process. Even if it isn't fully developed, he could bring something along that'll get your process completed. But you have to show him that you're committed to the work it takes to get beyond the pain. And I know, listen, I've been through some stuff, so I know what pain feels like. And some days I have to look at myself in that same mirror that we talked about earlier and say to myself, it is okay to be graceful with yourself because God is graceful with you too. You're doing the work. Yeah, it might have taken you a little longer than you wanted. And it might be taking you a little longer than you care for it too. But with every confrontation you have with that thing, there is the growth in it. And that is a beautiful, powerful thing that allows you to let your past be where it is and not allow it to dictate your today. Don't allow the past to dictate today, tomorrow, yesterday. Is yesterday and everything you do today is setting you up for a much more beautiful tomorrow. So just be kind in that process and stick with it because I'm going to tell you, we can hold ourselves back from some stuff. We can stop ourselves from being able to receive some stuff because we don't believe in the reception of it because our mindsets are back in our past. We don't even see who we are today. We don't even see what we're capable of today because we are in the past inside of our minds. And then when you think about that, how much does that hurt your feelings that you believe so little in who you are today that you're holding on to the person that you were yesterday? Put all of that into perspective. I want y'all to think that thing through. So now that I've beat that horse to death and prayerfully you got a word out of that because it was it meant something to me. And I'm so glad I was able to share that with you guys. Check the movie out. I'm definitely going to go see it again because like I said earlier, I did not go in to uh, Regal's Theater with an open mind. I didn't even go in ready to think. So there were so many pieces of that movie that had symbolism that I was like, oh, or, you know, just things in life I didn't pay attention to. Stuff that happened in the 80s when I was a baby, I wasn't paying attention. Or even what things meant. So 
definitely don't cheat yourself out of it. He's a genius because the more I listen to other people's perceptions of what happened and the different things he had in there, different symbolism, like he's, he's a genius. Like you, you should never be bored going to one of his movies. So anyway, before we wrap up y'all, of course, there are lots of things happening in PBC that I want to make you aware of and keep you clear on. I want to really expand the ability to touch people physically and be in their presence this year. So I'm working on those things. June 1st is the very, well, it's the second PBC sponsored workshop, but it is the first one that I've actually put a lot of thought into. There's going to be a catered breakfast, snacks all throughout. I'm going to do this hot seat coaching because there's so many people who don't understand really what coaching is and because they don't I really want to make them aware so I'm going to do laser coaching sessions sprinkle throughout the workshop it's going to be a half day workshop I'm also going to bring in my sister in business Tanisha Yerby she uh, is the owner and operator of Undefined Grace so she is a preacher's kid lover and she's going to be coming in to do a workshop around identifying your purpose because she really wants to get her I want to call it a consulting business off the ground I don't want to call her a coach because I don't know that that's the area that she wants to be in but I know she wants to help Christian female entrepreneurs identify their purpose and help them see it through from a business perspective so she's a really dope dope chick lover she's gonna come do a 45 minute workshop for the guests so that's a cool bonus the be powerful workshop I really want you guys to tap into your personal power I want you to know you when you walk out of this workshop I want you to believe what you're capable of in this workshop I want you to walk away knowing that you have the tools inside of you to make it happen in your life that you belong to the king and his power is within you and you can tap into that as long as you stay focused and you stay connected and you are in alignment so that's what this workshop is so come out we're gonna have a good time tickets are on sale right now on Eventbrite I had started promoting the workshop a little early and then I had to push the date back so you may not see any flyers out right now but we're going to get into heavy promotion in April just so I can get the tickets sold of course like all of my events it's going to definitely be confined to a small group so that we can do the coaching and we can have the intimacy that I like to create at my event so I'm excited about that um, also, April 27th is the next Coffee and Convo. Do come out to that. I'm really excited about getting the conversation going with that. I am really, really focused right now about dealing with pains and processing and healing and growing and making deliberate and intentional decisions for yourself. So a lot of the Coffee and Convos have been centered around that. I went back to healing because a lot of people that I talk to are really in that space where they're really trying to heal and grow and develop so I'm really working with people on that that should be really really cool there is another group coaching six-week session a change perception that's starting in May so that will be six weeks you go to www.purposefullybecoming.com slash pbc dash events you will see everything that's coming up and you can get all your tickets from that website you click boom it'll open up to eventbrite and allow you to get your tickets to that as well actually i think for the 
workshop, I actually like to do a call first to make sure that the program is works for you, that you're in a place in your life that you can be receptive to the process in which I've implemented for us to go through for the six weeks. And then that way we're able to really, really take off and hit the ground running when it's time to start. So you do pay $150 deposit. And if it is for you, then we can either set up your payment or we can set up a payment plan that has to be paid before the start date of the class. I do have a event that I'm speaking at. If you go to my social media, you'll see the flyers for that. I'll be sitting on the panel at a brunch in the coming weeks. So definitely get your tickets to come out to that. I've posted those links on social media. And as always, if you need me, get on my calendar to schedule your breaking through barriers call. If you are serious about taking the necessary steps to revive, rejuvenate and restore your life for elevated living through mindset transformation and self-care implementation. That is where we are here at PBC because it all starts with you. It all starts with you. Anyway, I love you guys and I will see you guys on the other side. Do not forget to share this with a friend. Have a beautiful, beautiful week and I will see you guys next time.